The word of our God that we consider together this morning is the reading from 1 Peter chapter 5. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, dear fellow children of God. In this month's Forward in Christ magazine, an article mentioned an unusual bumper sticker that read, Satan loves me. That's actually what it said. Now, perhaps the person meant it as a joke to make fun of people who say and believe Jesus loves me. Maybe the person just doesn't believe the devil is real. Or they hope that at least someone appreciates the actions that they do when their conscience tells them something is wrong. But whatever the reason, that slogan is another one of Satan's deadly lies. Satan does not love anyone. He feels only destructive hatred toward God and toward every person. That is seen as he slyly tempted Adam and Eve and they convinced themselves that Satan actually loved them more than God. Jesus calls the devil a murderer from the beginning, describes him as a thief who comes only to kill and hurt and harm and destroy. He wages a constant spiritual war to keep people trapped in unbelief and to destroy the faith of those who believe. And in this morning's reading, he is called a roaring lion who prowls around looking for someone to devour. And that someone is not someone else. It is you and me that Satan seeks to harm. If you were at the zoo and you heard the message that a lion had escaped from the cage, you'd be on high alert. This portion of God's word calls us to careful spiritual attention. Did you notice further evidence of Satan's hatred in today's gospel as Jesus went from one town to another? He was always healing the sick and driving out demons. Shows us how Satan seeks to harm and hurt and destroy in so many different ways. And at times, he would actually come and live right inside of people. Afflicting them emotionally and physically. Like the woman in last week's gospel reading who was crippled by a spirit for 18 years. Now, why were so many people afflicted by demons right around the time of Jesus' ministry? It seems that Satan was doing everything that he possibly could, concentrating his attacks to try to defeat Jesus and to destroy our only hope of rescue from his hatred. If the devil had won, we would all be eternally lost. But notice the win-loss record every time Satan challenged Jesus. When Jesus commanded evil spirits to leave, they had to go. When Satan personally tempted Jesus in so many ways, he never failed. Jesus was tempted in every way, just as we are, yet he remained holy and without sin. 
Jesus has undone Satan's work and power. And do you know what else Jesus had to do to undo Satan's work? He had to undo Satan's power to claim us forever. There have been times that we too have displayed a Satan loves me sign. That is a shocking statement, but any time we sin, we are choosing to believe that the devil can offer us something better than God's will. The Bible says the one who does what is sinful is of the devil. And so if I speak unkindly to someone when I am angry, then I'm believing the devil's lie that I have a right to hold their wrongs against them instead of showing undeserved love that God has shown to me first. When it comes time to stand before God at the last day, won't Satan have plenty of evidence to accuse us of failing to love God with all of our heart and soul and mind? Wouldn't he be able to speak up and say that we deserve not to go to heaven with God, but to suffer in hell with him? But on that day, child of God, Satan will not be allowed to speak. Jesus will silence his ugly accusations. He will point to his perfect record of obedience, his perfect love of God's will that he credits to you and to each one who believes. He will assure you that his suffering and death on the cross has paid the price for sin and has removed your guilt from God's sight forever. The evidence by which Satan could accuse you is gone. Because, as the Bible says, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. His eternal defeat is guaranteed. But for now, with his limited but still dangerous power, Satan seeks to harm you and others in so many ways. His hatred is seen in wars, in violence. His hatred is seen is in jealousy and angry outbursts. His hatred is seen in sicknesses and ailments and diseases and pain and tragedies. Satan's hatred is seen any time you face ridicule for your faith or when Satan tempts you to doubt God's love when things are not going right or when you are suffering. With good reason, the Bible describes him as the enemy who prowls like a roaring lion. And he never leaves you alone, not even for a moment, as he always looks for opportunities to pounce. So what hope do we have against a roaring lion? It would be foolish pride to think that we can depend on our own strength. And that is why God's word says here, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. We ask God to give us humble trust. Humble trust to accept the challenges and the sufferings that we may face. And not to doubt his love, but to believe that in due time he will lift us up. At the time that he knows is right. 
the same Lord Jesus who drove out the demons and healed all those illnesses will lift us up at the right time. And whether that is healing from an illness or relief from distress or an answer to a prayer or a blessing that we need, with his mighty hand, he knows the right time and the right way to lift us up. So confident of that, we are told to cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Do we sometimes doubt God's care? Isn't that what happens any time that we worry? Or look for happiness in earthly things? Notice here how much God cares for you. He urges you to cast on him all of your anxieties and worries, the uncertainties that race through your mind and rob you of sleep, not just to reluctantly let go of them and hope that there is some help, but to cast them completely upon him and let God be God. So confidently cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. How many truly care about you? When you're waiting on hold and that repeated recording says your call is important to us, do they really care about you and the issue that you need resolved? God does not ignore your needs. Every one of your concerns and worries and fears and troubles, he makes his concern. He promises that he cares for you. The all-knowing, all-powerful God cares for you. For proof, he gave his own son for you. That's how much he cares. So cast your cares and anxieties upon him. And as you do, be alert and of sober mind. Because with Satan still wandering like a roaring lion, we cannot let ourselves be spiritually careless. But instead, resist him standing firm in the faith. How can we dare to resist a dangerous lion? Only with the strength of our Savior who has defeated him. And he gives to you and to me his powerful word. His word that forgives us. His word that guides us. His word that will keep us in faith. And for proof that that works, we are urged to consider the family of believers throughout the world undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Despite Satan's attacks, God can and he does keep his people in faith. You likely have known people who have suffered great loss, whose hearts have been broken by grief, and yet they humbly and confidently trust God's plan to bless them. I've known many people like that, and they've been a blessing to my faith. In France in the 1700s, there was a believer named Marie Durand who was put in prison for her Christian faith. All she had to do to get out of prison was to say, I renounce what I believe. And they'd have let her go. They kept asking her to say that for 38 years. She didn't give in. 
She resisted that roaring lion with the strength that God gives. 38 years is a long time, isn't it? It certainly is. But it also depends on what it's being compared to. Today's Bible reading suggests that even 38 years can be just a little while. But compared to what? God makes the comparison. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Your life here is a little while compared to the glory that awaits you. The sufferings that we may face here cannot compare to the glory that lasts forever. And this assurance comes from the God of all grace, which is his undeserved love and mercy and kindness by grace. God has chosen you and called you into his kingdom. By grace, he sent his son to undo Satan's work. By grace, God cares for you and will sustain you in faith. By grace, he will lead you through any and all suffering to eternal glory. Where, as Isaiah described in our first reading, those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And there in heaven, that roaring lion can never threaten you again. Satan does not love you or anyone else. Your Savior does. So trust the power of his mighty hand to keep you safe in faith until you are home in heaven, shielded from the devil's hatred forever. To Jesus be the power forever and ever. Amen.